welcome back Michelle Sparks with you picking up from the last episode where I said I would come back and talk to you about a structured approach to start to grab some of those automatic unhelpful habitual ways that we think that can send us our thoughts going down a particular track an old track a well-worn path that leads to the same dead end or unhelpful space. Maybe it's leading you to depression. Maybe it's leading you to feeling really anxious. Maybe it's leading you to engage in unhelpful or disordered eating behaviors. So what I want to speak to you about today is the ABC model of, cog of cognitive behavior therapy. And this is something that was developed by Albert Ellis and he is uh, recognized as the grandfather of CBT and it really is a simple way of thinking about how to capture those automatic thoughts. This is obviously something that is better taught with a visual, with a whiteboard, but I'm going to speak you through this the best way I can. So if you think of a very simple ABC, A would stand for activating event or situation. This is the situation. B would stand for beliefs. C would stand for consequences. And those consequences could be in your feelings. You could have feelings that you're aware of or behaviors that are unhelpful. So in any given situation, you are most likely to be aware, first of all, of feelings that are not comfortable or pleasant, feeling down, feeling angry, feeling anxious, feeling depressed, or behaviors that you are not happy with. Overeating, purging, punishing, other ways that you may behave, body checking, uh, other ways that you may behave that you find unhelpful. So let's try and give you an illustration that makes this really plain. The best one is a non-food one. Let's just go for that. Imagine that you are going, the situation at point A is that you're going for a job interview or you're going to, yeah, let's make it a job interview. And you are just aware that you are feeling really anxious and really uptight. You're fidgeting, you're finding it hard to focus, you're sitting outside the waiting room for the interview and you just feel like you're getting yourself into an anxious knot. Chances are you're very aware of your feelings and maybe your behaviors, but not so aware of what you're saying to yourself. So this is where the ABC model comes in very handy. When you become aware of your feelings or behaviors at point C, so fidgeting, restless, anxious, uptight, you start to think, okay, wait a minute, what am I saying to myself at point B? What am I saying to myself that is aggravating or inflaming these feelings, these behaviors, these ways of being. If I am using unhelpful styles of thinking, and I spoke a little bit about this in the last episode, things like labeling myself, oh, I'm hopeless, I'm a failure. If I am overgeneralizing, saying things like, I always do badly in this type of situation. If I am awfulizing consequences, such as if I don't get this 
job interview, it is going to be catastrophic. It's going to be a really bad situation. I won't be able to pay the bills. You know, you might be jumping way ahead of yourself right down the track. You're awfulizing. So you might be labeling. You might be overgeneralizing. You may be awfulizing. You may be legalizing. You might be saying things like, I really must do well at this interview because everyone will think I'm hopeless if I don't. In that case, you're also doing a bit of mind reading. You're pretending you know what other people think of you, which you can't. And you might just say, look, I really can't do this. I, I just don't know how to do this. I can't do this. You're shutting down possibilities. These are some of the many ways that we can take on unhelpful thinking styles. There's plenty of uh, information you can read on this type of subject. Just look up irrational thinking, unhelpful thinking, unhelpful thinking styles, and you'll get plenty to read about in that domain. But they're just typical examples of problem thinking. Awfulizing, overgeneralizing, legalizing with musts, shoulds and oughts, labeling ourselves, and just shutting down possibilities. When we are saying this kind of stuff to ourselves before going into say an interview we are going to feel anxious we are going to feel locked down we are going to feel uh, tighter and more constrained in our thinking rather than if we were to say to ourselves something a little bit more flexible a little bit more open and that is where the ABC model introduces a D and what the D is is to dispute what we're saying to ourselves at B it's like wait a minute the basic question we ask is, is that really true? Is what I'm saying at B, is that really true? What evidence do I have that that's true? What evidence do I have that that's not true? So we, are, we start to dispute those really catastrophic, awfulizing, legalizing, overgeneralizing, labeling type of statements. And as we do that, we come to get a more effective, more flexible way of thinking. So we might be able to say something like, hey, you know what, it's not the end of the world if I don't get this job. I'm not a complete failure if I don't do well at this, this particular um, task at this particular time. There's lots of things that I do really well. And it's quite normal to be a bit nervous before an interview. What can I do right now rather than shut down the possibilities here? What can I do right now that will help me to actually just be in my skin able to listen to the interviewer, able to listen to the questions and give myself the best possible chance of responding appropriately to the questions that I'm asked, recalling the information that I've been swatting up on. So we can actually open things up if we start to dispute labels, if we start to dispute overgeneralizations such as I always, he never, she never. We can say, wait a minute, is that really true? Do I always stuff up? Chances are that's complete overgeneralization. Labels are never helpful if they are negative and critical. They're never going to be helpful. Legalizing terms like musts, shoulds and oughts shut you down. They don't open up. If you say, I must do well here, I've got to get this right, that is going to put you under enormous pressure. A much better way of speaking to yourself would be to say, how can I... What can I do right now that will help me, position me, to perform my best in this situation? And the sort of things that will help you are to just take a moment, just stop, just take a moment, just breathe in, just get a sense of yourself, where you're sitting, where you're standing, feel your feet on the floor, 
Feel the air go into your lungs. Just take a moment to re-center yourself in the moment. Relax your shoulders, relax your jaw, and ask yourself the question, what can I be saying to myself? How can I look at this in a way that enables me to be my best self, bring my best self to this situation? And chances are it is to be in the moment, to say something like, hey, it's not the end of the world. If I don't get this all as well, if I don't do as well as I'd like, I can learn from the experience. And who knows what I might discover in the process that can help me for the next step forward. It's just a process. I'm on my way and I'm going forward. It's all okay. It's going to be okay. I love that statement. It's going to be okay. Because you know what? Things generally are going to be okay no matter how bad the situation is. There is time in front of that situation where it's going to be better. It's not always going to feel like this. This will pass. My intense feelings will pass. This moment will pass. If I can put myself forward in time and look back, chances are this situation that I might be blowing up out of all proportion is not as big as I think it is. So we can start to be more flexible, more realistic, more balanced, rather than extreme and rigid and black and white in our approach. Now I'm going to come back in a moment and put that in an eating disorder scenario. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 